Uh, as they used to say in the broke period, welcome back, everybody. Oh, my oh God. You are back. <laughs> but it's on harpsichord instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so everybody's got those weird pants. You know. Wait, what? Yeah. The what weird are you talking about like foppish dandies? <laughs> yeah, those foppish dandies. That kind of describes you though in a in a certain way. Me? Yeah, <laughs> dude, I'm wearing like Vans and black jeans and a no, no. V-neck t-shirt. I, I well, know, but, but you call, you text me at seven thirty in the morning saying you were listening to the Dandy. Well, I was listening to the Dandy Warhols at yes. seven thirty in the morning. And as I told but that Shane, that's because my roommate answered the door. To a guy with a really sketchy claim of his car having broken down and he needed some gas and could he go get it for him? And I was like calling the cops because, like, my roommate was like, "Sure, I'll do that." Well, okay, and that naturally minute. leads to the Dandy Warhouse. Yeah, that's how? what I was gonna say. Wait, yeah. why I was I was why didn't you fucking tell me that part of the story? I could not go back to sleep. I was so like, I, I poured myself a drink and listened to the Dandy Warhols, but, but, which is uh, the natural antidote. To what had just happened. But, uh, okay, sure, fair enough. But that, not, I was like, when I got up and I saw that text, I'm like, okay, like that's nothing out of the ordinary, really, f- for you. But, but however, I had you told. I record in like a year, probably. Yeah, but had you told me that some dude knocked on your door at 7.30 in the morning wanting. 5.30 in the morning. Oh, sorry, even better. Uh, wanted wanted somebody, wanted your roommate to go get him gas? Did they know each other? No. That's Not what I'm all. saying. That That's it, why I thought it was so bizarre. It I, is bizarre. Like he it knocked is bizarre. on the door. I ignored it. And then he rang the doorbell, and my roommate got up, and I'm like, what are you doing, dude? dude it's 5.30 in the morning, man. Like, nothing good happens right now. No. God, you sound like my fucking grandfather. But yeah, so that <laughs> is, that's police blotter time. They're all like, at 5.30 in the morning, I they turn the up police. the static. I okay. The <laughs> well, but here's, the th- here's what I'm trying to explain to you. Had you mentioned that in your text, I would have been like, oh, I'm invested now. But what? You're up late drinking, listening to the Dandy Warhols, and... That's why I was still awake. I yeah, was, I understand I was that. I understand that down. now. Yeah. I don't know. Mark's back. Welcome back, Mark. Welcome Thanks, guys. It, it, it's been... It's been bon dia. We've all been on summer vacation. Yes, you'll have to what? tell us all about Barcelona. You love you love that. I do. I, you well, love, yeah, that's you my, love saying Barcelona. It's my Morrissey. It's like now I got to get it in like once a show. Yeah, maybe we can do like a special just Barcelona show. Oh Cause, sure. Because I don't want to get into that here and now. Uh, it was a great great trip. I'm glad to be back. Uh, we've been away for uh, several weeks. We did. Um, we did one. We pretty much took a summer vacation, but we did one. W- yeah, we did. We, we there's in uh, Kevin's hot garage. Yes. Which I only said that for Mike. Right now, Mike yeah. Stevens. No, that's good. For you. Keep well, the game alive. Bingo. He's got his, yeah, he's got his bingo blotter going, and and, uh, and now he's, he's just got stack. one square. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's play the theme music. I'm All Kevin. Right. I'm Ryan. I'm Mark. I'm Shane. This is somebody likes it. Hey, so uh, there is in 45-year-old news, maybe, yeah, probably. Are you talking about a story like. Story about me. I was going to say, like, no. are you talking about Ryan? No, maybe it's like, maybe it's like four, maybe it might be 50-year-old news. Anyway, um, it came out on CNN this week that Paul McCartney revealed the reason they didn't have shoes on in, in the Abbey Road shooting. 
Not, not shooting, everybody. What, Photography. Wasn't the, uh, wasn't the, like the, the uh, story the, on the that? Paul the Paul is dead thing. Yeah, that was, yeah. Paul well, that was, that, was, that, was the, that was the band rumor. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently what really happened that day, <laughs> this is going to make it sound like a terrible story, was that he had sandals on and that the sandals were too hot. Literally, that's what he said this week. And so he took them off. And, he, and they were like, well, that just begs the other question is like, well, wasn't that road hot? Like, how could not having sandals be less hot than anyway? But there's that. And so the actual but the actual how um, famous do you have to be for to be the like urban legends <laughs> bond yeah. because you took because your shoes you didn't off. have any shoes on. Yeah. Yeah. But the the Paul is dead thing goes the story apparently goes like this. Um there are several clues strewn throughout Beatles songs and albums, all of which suggest Strawberry Fields was one. Paul right? tragically died and was replaced by a lookalike actor named William Campbell. The Abbey Road photos the hypothesis uh, of this conspiracy theory because it supposedly depicts a funeral procession. John is the priest, Ringo is the mourner, George is a grave digger, and Paul's the chorus because he's barefoot. So here's 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 the thing about that. It's um, wrong. <laughs> it's, well, it's it's just dumb, and <laughs> and dumb. so like we had dumb I buried as, Paul. You know, you know that. Um, well, anyway, like David Cross would say, uh, you know, people used to be even dumber than we are now. I mean, like con- dumbass conspiracy theories have been around yeah. at least since then, and yeah. you know, drugs. So sure, yeah, they were not. Not everybody was all together, all together. Anyway, so anyway, this is what the fake Paul McCartney was saying about the whole thing. I think this is apparently, <laughs> reportedly, the real Paul McCartney. Yes, yes. William Paul McCartney was <laughs> was planting a false flag to throw us all off. That's right. <laughs> we need to get Alex Jones on this one, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's local. That's true. Let's just give let's, him a call. Let's not. Uh, let's get just him drop on by his house. Yes, yeah, so let's do that show. Um, all right, and Shane, you had something. Oh yeah, so um, I recently read an article. A couple that is a great story. <laughs> and the end. Good night, everyone. Sorry. Go uh, ahead. I re- <laughs> I recently read an article. This is right around the time that Mark went to um, Barcelona. Yep. And so uh, <laughs> never get tired. Yet. <laughs> he, d- he doesn't. <laughs> and so uh, so I've been sitting on this for a couple of weeks, but it really doesn't matter how. It's not really that time. Uh, related, whatever. Um, the last Wart tour is this summer, which made me ask the question. So bands with chain wallets and synchronized jumping, like your time is up. Yes, yeah. uh, uh, that yes. So it made me ask the question to myself. Excuse me. <coughs> the Warp tour still happens. Evidently, yeah. I mean, like, uh, nineteen ninety five was a long time. I don't know when it started, but um, did you guys ever go to a, like a warp no, tour? I, I was friends with a band that played one, uh, Shotzi. Uh, was good friends. Oh yeah, I know, I know some uh, of those sure. guys. Yeah, they're nice guys. They played a warp tour. Sure. Um, the uh, I played a Lilith, Lilith Fair. You did uh, play a Lilith Fair. I did. You are so not female. The guy who runs the Texas Music Commission was in Shotzi. The guy Which that one? runs it now. Which one? Mm-hmm. I used to know all those. Guys. No, Casey. I mean, I haven't. I haven't. Mark. Oh, Mark Fort? Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so when I was reading it... Uh, oh, it, I'm sorry. I, I, fine. I'm, I, I, I truly apologize. Um, I saw a really old man wearing Vans the other day, and it really disturbed me. That Does Vans still sponsor the Warp Tour? Yeah, it's still the Vans Warp Tour. All right. And he well. was like... 
at least for at least one more time. Yeah, Van, but Van, and he was wearing Vans. Look, Vans and, are like Chuck Taylors. They really never go out of fashion. No, I know, but I feel like there's the Chuck Taylor camp and there's the Vans camp, and I'm firmly nah. in the Vans camp. And I was and there's Vanda camp. I was disturbed sure. to see uh, pork and a seventy year old man wearing Vans. That's all I'm saying. Whoa, 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 whoa. I think Weezer had an album or a song called Pork and Beans, and they're kind of a band that made it maybe would have gone out on the Warp Tour in its heyday. This See, is full a, circle. Yeah, this is full a circle. Terribly intricate, like an Escher drawing. But can you get to where you're well, going? Well, look, we're talking. <laughs> well oh no, no, no! I'm not going anywhere. I just <laughs> wanted to say, like, I did. I begged the question um, to me. Uh, there's still a Warped Tour, um, and, and I, I guess not for not for too long. Not for much longer now. Yeah, yeah, and I, it's like Ozfest. Like I always thought that the Warp Tour should be like all of those Mac Marco sounding bands. It sounded like you left your the stuff that would make that Ryan would actually crazy. be a lot more accurate. <laughs> I would totally go to that Warp Tour. That's, right, that's exactly. how they're going to reinvent it. You know, but yeah. but here's so, so I kind of went down a little bit of a rabbit hole about the Warp Tour because I was amazed that it still exists. Let's have the merch um, tent out in the sun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so so while I think in the '90s it used to be like Blink 182 type bands. Now, like fast forward, and it's just dudes with like lots of, like ma- like eyeliner and black p- pointy hair pasted to their spiky face hair. And yes. yeah, 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 yeah. No, like goes like spike toward your nose, not spike up in the air. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway, so you know, rip, uh, warped tour. What you got, Kevin? <laughs> well, this week we have a record. Oh, so we should listen. Oh, Shocker! Yeah, <laughs> it's novel conceit. It is a novel conceit. So. Yeah, so uh, I I brought us together at Mark's office to talk a little bit about um, an album that came out a couple of months ago by an artist who goes by snail who goes by the moniker Snail Mail, and I guess technically it's a band, but really it's the it's the act it's, of it's Lindsay 19, Jordan. Yeah, Lindsay Jordan. Yes, yeah. Lindsay Jordan, yeah. who is a nineteen-year-old uh, uh, rocker and 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 songwriter. And uh, it's gotten lots of it, it's had a lot. It's been really well received. And you know, when I when I picked this record, my first thought was, "Oh shit, everybody's gonna kill me because I'm picking another like uh, chick rocker." And then I then it occurred to me that part of the reason that I ended up uh, flagging this one to talk about this week was because I it might just be that female led acts are the only ones that are rocking anymore that are getting. There's a lot of good ones. There's right a now. lot of good ones. I just had a conversation with Skylar uh, on the way over here about like lots of good. Well, I'm a I'm partial to the female fronted rock bands. I am too, and obviously well, you, but m- you like used to be in one. I did. That's so did true. Mark also. But uh, anyway, like uh, yeah, you played Lilith Fair because you had a uh, female sprite like front front person. Yeah, she was sprightly, sprite, spry and sprightly. Uh, I had a really interesting experience, and I just want to jump to this real quick. Um, I've actually been putting off listening to this record because on paper, she sounds like something I would be really into, but the songs that I had heard, I wasn't totally into. Right. But this, and she's not a really great melodicist, and that's kind of why, but over the course of this record, it just... To me, got better and better and better and better and better. And by the end of it, I was like, <laughs> I gotta listen to this again. Like it just, it just cumulatively built because, and some of the songs are 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 almost like they're so similar 
one will lead into another one and they sound so similar to each other in the beginning that I almost think that she's doing it on purpose. Well, we talk about sequencing a lot on this show. Yeah. So but I, I think, th- and I, I do think, I think that that's I think she's doing that, that on this, but uh, yeah, no, this was a, this was a, go- this was a good one and I did not go into it thinking I was going to really love it. Um, it's also, um, hey, what's going on? Everything I listened to in 1995. It's very 90s. And uh, oh, and also, so I, so last week we were supposed to record, and I and I didn't record. We couldn't record because I, I had to play a show in and in, uh, in the hill country, in the Texas hill country. And on my way down there, uh, my buddy Noah uh, Schaefer, who you know, I do know him. Um, he texted me, and he's like, um, "It." What he said basically was, um, "I have a hard on for snail mail," and I was like. I was like, all right, I got to check. That would be really weird out of context if you didn't know that was a band. Yes, yes, it would be. I don't know. It's kind of really weird in context. Well, well, that's not what he said. That's what I'm saying. Basically, he was saying, he's like, like, I'm really into this this chick's band. And then I was like, oh, I got to definitely got to try to listen to them again because the stuff I had heard in the past, like just taking one song at a time, I I wasn't into necessarily. And then... You know, there you go. Lo and behold. Well, I'm less enthusiastic than you. Like I it it sounds to me like it's like just one step away from something that I would really love. It's a mood music. It's like it's, it's mood like music. if the Sundays were stoners. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can get but you got I think you gotta look at it like it sets a mood rather than like like that's why I said she's not much of a m- melodicist. So like there's no real Super standout home run song on it, but taken as a whole, it's like that '90s like bedroom uh, Tascam uh, music that got dis- widely disseminated. Um, yes. but she's 19, and it's but now. It's, but it, but it's also it's it's really. I mean, it's produced really well. I think I, I thought it like sonically, it sounded really good. I mean, I would agree with you, Shane, that I feel like this album. Definitely gets better as it goes along. And, and I liked it better but the I second think, time I listened to it. That's I true. think I got to the end of it, and I wasn't really that excited to go back and start well, again. What, so. that's what it, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, 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 about halfway through, I had to... What the reason why I think it got better as it went along, um, for me personally, was I started looking at it as a... Like a like a not a sound collage, but like as a like a, as mood music rather than an individual standout song. This record would be awesome to nap to. Uh, <laughs> just throw it on. Well, well and, and let's, a part let's, uh, let's be clear about something. You're an extraordinary napper. Uh, no, <laughs> so I have a talent. Like, it's true. Like, <laughs> but but there are certain things I like to nap to rather than others. And you know, one of them is uh, true crime shows. Which Shane, you kind of turned me on to that. Um, you know why? You know why true crime shows are good to nap to? Because the the vocal inflections never really go up a lot. They kind of no, stay no, they're, even. Yeah, they get the, like Bill Curtis. Bill he, Curtis is great. the shit, man. Because <laughs> and not because he has just a sonorous voice, but also because like there's no s- real spikes in his volume. So you're well, not like, it, whoa, what the and fuck? It, these can be like horrific crimes, but like you don't, I don't know these people. You know, and they <laughs> are we straying from the? Yeah, subject? we are a little, slightly we strayed a little there. <laughs> No, no, but but uh, okay, but uh, you know that's sort of y- you can sure you can extrapolate that to to this record. I mean, there's not a lot of violent. It's there's not a lot of. Uh, 
there's some inflections there where I'm no, like, uh, I'm starting to like kind of. I, I hope there it. are some inflections because it would be really weird if she just sang like a robot from like Howl, like from 2001. But to your to what I guess I'm guessing maybe Ryan and correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe it seems like where you're going is like there is a little bit of that disaffected, like kind of Liz Fair thing where she's a little fl- intentionally flat and deadpan in places. Like it's a. True, but like Liz Fair has written some like monster hooks, and I, I don't think this girl has has written that song yet. No, she has. And she's she's to be forgiven. She's nineteen. Well, it's not just about it's not about her being nineteen. It's about what she's trying to go for. I think, and you know, ultimately, for me personally, you know, I started to realize like it's not a matter necessarily of of a. It's what your expectations are. Like, you know, my expectations changed the more I listened to it. I was like, oh, okay, like I get this. Like, I, like I, you know, Female none of, Archers of Loaf? No, those Archers of Loaf had more, again, like it's it's more of a, like a, like a, uh, like just, mood uh, music than yeah. it is like individual, like. It just had that like kind of like 90s slack thing going I on. I uh, th- sure, there's some of that. I, I wanted to like it as much as Julian Baker. And I think. Part of my disappointment. Well, that's is unfair. Julian Baker's sure, um, yeah. it's unfair. She, yeah, that's, she's kind of she's a, that's kind an of amazing my point, song, right? Is that you know, I, I I I tried too much to draw similarities in there, and just it didn't it didn't win for me that way. So, sure. I mean, I, I you know, I, I definitely need to give it more less listen. Well, and the way that I choose to look at it is she's been playing guitar since she was five. She's means, a fucking awesome guitar, which player. means that she's been playing for fourteen years. So. The way that I look at it is like, well, maybe this is your first record, but you've been playing for 14 years. I mean, she kind of. I was I was kind of gonna rip on her, but it's like I can't really get get there. I like this record better than you guys, but I don't. I'm not. I, I liked. I liked I, it a lot. I, I think. I think. I think. I think the table's like, divided. I don't think any of sure. us hate it, but I think we liked it more than Mark and. Yeah, and that, and Ryan that may did. be true. I mean, I, let me put it this way. I do think that. Um, one of the weird constructs of the show, it's like if we, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily lend itself to those records that take repeated listings to like kind of slowly extract what you come to believe about a certain record. That's it's like fair. there's a lot of first impression stuff that happens here. And I think on first blush, like I see, I can see both sides. That's of the why it got, it got better as you, as yeah, you know, it for did me for me as too. It got along and then repeated listings. You want to. Some of my favorite records, like I didn't really get until the third or fourth passed through, and now yeah, that's like they're just imprinted on my brain. That's exactly why I brought up the fact that when I had heard the individual songs as singles, uh, I wasn't interested. It took me having to hear them all as a collective to, for it to make sense. All right. Well, to that end, let's. Why don't we start with the what is what's really I guess the single, the primary single off this record, which is Pristine.
Yeah, so one of the things that I think is kind of unusual about that song, and maybe you can extrapolate this to the rest of the, the songwriting on the record in particular, is that there is a oh, kind of an unusual self-awareness for a 19-year-old in some of the, like, you know, basically, like, the idea that, that, hey, if this, you know, if this, if this love affair thing doesn't happen right now, she's kind of writing about new love, like, it'd be great if it does, but it, if not, you know, tomorrow we can still hang out and uh, I can be anyone. So, that is, like, I thought it was kind of She's precocious, for sure. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting to listen to where she goes. I think right now she's definitely more interested. She's in germinating. <coughs> well, she's more interested in lyrics, you know, than I, I in honestly melodies. didn't pay that much attention to the lyrics. I just I hear that song and I'm like, I'm like oh yeah, that sounds a little bit like uh, Teenage yeah. Riot. Yeah, see, that um, song is actually probably my least favorite song on this record, and that's the one I had heard the most before, and that's why I wasn't, you know, super. Yeah, I just thought it sounded like a, a Sonic Youth demo, uh, but like it's. It's not terrible. It's not bad, no. But um, but there are some some much more interesting uh, songs on this record. She does a really interesting thing where she uh, she uses minor chords it's a lot of times. It's mostly time minor chords, like that's well. That's but the she thing. she does like interesting segues where she'll put she'll throw. I mean, there it'll be in a minor key, but she'll just throw in like this really interesting passing chord sometimes. That well, and it sounds like maybe she to. gets a little bit of that because some of her. Um, her music lessons when she was learning came from uh, Mary Timoney from uh, the Helium. indie band Helium. Boy, I was yeah. an oh. it's, it's Speaking of weren't, weren't they on Matador as well? They, like, I think so. I Matador. think they were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. This sounds like uh, I was thinking that I was like, oh, here we go. Matador's returning to its roots. Boy, I had a crush on Mary Timoney, man, back in, were back in the day. Were you with me at that Liberty Lunch show it's like during South by? This is like the Helium? Most yeah. Which one were they playing? Yes, no. Uh, it was a show at Liberty Lunch. No, I was hanging out with. She them might have been in the beers. audience. I mean, I've been. Well, I, I, went definitely I was at Liberty Lunch inhaling helium. That's he was right. asking if you were there. I'm, 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 what I was saying was, I, I'm, I've been, or I saw many shows during South by Southwest at Liberty Lunch, but never helium. So she may have been in the crowd. Is what I meant. Okay. Well. Anyway. I, yeah. So no, I was not there. Okay. Well. Good. Good talk. And we uh, saw the Dandy Warhols. <laughs> we did see the Dandy Warhols at Liberty Lunch. This is and, God. and Everything's we will not bring up the most striking. Oh, I, 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 that show. I, 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 I know what you're thinking, and yeah. we are on the same we're page leave, about yeah, that. We'll, we'll just leave it alone. unspoken. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, distinct difference, obviously, between uh, Helium and this act is like just the production side of that. It's like you know, the the former being a little uh, sort of scratchy versus the clear production value yeah. that's that's here but yeah you can i mean they're certainly they're certainly related at least to, like you can certainly see that there's some dna there's some dna there i feel like we're losing the train of thought here good God. i really enjoyed the drums on this track did you i really did yeah so mark do you play <laughs> drums i know you play guitar but I, I, I've, I've noticed you more than once fetishizing drums oh i yeah no i i started out as a drummer um, played snare drums for for a pipe band for a long time, but then got wait, start, started whoa, out as a drummer. Whoa, 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 whoa! You can't just fucking <laughs> you, you drop that out there and not explain 
<laughs> what? That's uh, yeah. I, I, uh, so I started by learning how to play uh, a snare drum and a bagpipe and drum core uh, in school and, and did that for many, many years. And how did we not know this? For this, many, many years. This yes, is one of the most amazing this. things I've ever years. heard. I've known you for many, many years, and I've never once heard and then, then word my, one about this shit. My, my first, uh, my first uh, gig as an actual like trap set drummer for a, was for a um, for a Cars cover band. Tell me, there's bad as one in does. It. Yeah. What were they called? That's um, <laughs> the automobile. That's all Kevin wants to know because he, he's like, please give me a pun. Come on. Uh, no, I, I can't remember it. Uh, I, I sorry, I, it might come to me some some other show. That's but, a terrible. But then I was me. also uh, I was also playing drums uh, for a Rush cover band around the same time. Oh, are you one of those, uh, <laughs> um, like, what's Neil Peart, uh, like, you know, uh, aficionados? I, I admire I was the guy. Say aficionados, but, but I think I think it's a little. The dedication is a little bit. No, more but like that. idolatry I, is like what. No, 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 I, no. I'm no, I'm not. I I played in a Rush cover band, but I played all everything in four four. So that's not <laughs> that. that then that, like that should get you, that. That's probably yeah. That that would get you fired from a yeah. Rush cover band. Yeah, that, you, know who's, a bad one. you know who's really. But I was really good in the Cars cover band. Yeah, <laughs> I'll bet. You know who's really into Rush? Other Matt guys in Rush. Really? Let's, yeah. Let's get Matt in here again and, and do a Rush record or, again or something, and get Matt in here to talk about Rush. I, I saw Rush once. Uh, and it was you know what pretty good. Uh, we you are way we are way off topic. Yeah, again, and, and I apologize for for proliferating that. But but I really did enjoy the drums in this track. All right, so let's let's uh, let's put a pin in this and go to another track. No, so what, I, what is, you know what I, I I need to say before we get off this. Um, oh, never mind. Fine, let's go to another track. All right, so <laughs> if, if you guys seem to be in agreement that the that the record gets better as you move along. Is there like Deep there were a few there are a few tracks on this that I that I really connected with? Yeah, me too. What I think. You, what do you think? Let's find an outer deep sea. Uh, deep sea was deep my sea favorite. is my, my favorite on this. Okay, uh, let's, Ryan let's and I are in, in agreement. Let's do let's do deep sea. Deep sea dive. Into that yeah. for sure, yeah. Like I'm telling I, you, I probably sounded a little like more downbeat on this record than I actually am, but like that one, rock solid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, when I said earlier, like uh, the more the album goes on, the more I like it. It's partially because it, I get it, I get her stuff more, but also like like and Mark alluded to it, like, like the songs get the stronger. Songs are better. The songs get better as the album goes on. It's like like counterintuitive. 
Well, I mean, she is 19. Always like, leave him one flip more. It on its head. Yeah. She's signet to the man. Kevin? Or. <laughs> I'm saying that because Kevin is just, the man. I, I, I just like <laughs> how, you, how you just threw that like we were on like a... Like a like, Wait, here's like, a, like a news all? broadcast or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, and Kevin with the news. Sorry. Kevin, yeah, yeah, that's a three car pileup of a segue. Um, <laughs> like, anyway, no, nah, you, you know, like I think, I think, in, well, so I was going to save this for after the break, but I, but I'll go ahead and share it now. So there's a, there's a really interesting piece that was written in the Ringer, which is Bill Simmons. Thing and mostly, mostly they write about sports, but they cover a little bit of uh, what have you. Um, we'll call it pop culture. And uh, somebody wrote an article called "The Embryonic Beauty of Snail Mail's Lush." I won't go through all of it, but there was one little snippet of this that I thought was especially prescient for where we are right now in the broadcast. And, and uh, this writer says. Music, especially when it's as inviting and emotionally intelligent as Lush, has this fountain of youth quality about it. Snail mail songs grant the listener this huge embryonic space of feeling, that kind that is timeless, ageless, and without gender. Timony and Fair, who we talked about earlier, are in there somewhere as young as they are in their most famous songs, and so are Frank Ocean, Lord, and Waxahachie. And also, if you're extending it to fictional characters, maybe Elio from Call Me By Your Name. Now, I think that's obviously a conceit because she's out. Uh, the uh, yeah. Oh, she Lebanese. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Ryan. <laughs> so, good God. You know anyway, we're yeah. we're the power it's, team tonight. Yeah, <laughs> These right. old or dudes the, can't get or it. The, or the opposite of that. But anyway, yeah. So what a bit old man. So, but the point, you know, the point being, like, she does. Like, the influences are are clearly visible. Um, and I do think that, you know, to your point, what you were saying a second ago about the that the album getting stronger as you move forward, like, if you buy into that idea, I think part of the reason is, is like, it doesn't seem like, for somebody who's in, who is her age, it doesn't seem like she's in a tremendous hurry, which is, to me, kind of, you know, uh, uncharacteristic. Like, and she's got a good start. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I read a couple of interviews um with her and like she's she's actually really funny and 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 quite erudite. I thought. Just yeah. my that's just my take on it. Funny and erudite. Yeah. Is that the the pull quote we're putting the on the sticker Sh- sure. on, the, on yeah. the record? Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. that your Ryan's make air making the. I guess but is that like oh. what happens when you put a sticker on something? Yeah. yeah you do it like this. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Follow it's along. Just, it's just one dude, like in a basement somewhere, putting yeah. stickers on the CD. <laughs> well, he's working his way one up. at a time. Yeah, I don't know. All right, let's uh, uh, let's let's go. Who's got a few minutes with Ryan? Has uh, it? Let's I do. do. It. Uh, and I'm gonna go enjoy a cigarette and decide what I'm going to play first. All now, right, so. that sounds wonderful. Thank you for telling us. We'll 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 just leave the mics on and in real time. Just wait for you to yeah. get back. Well, let's just get some dissonance. Maybe going we on won't. With them. Yeah. Okay. All right. All we'll right. be back. All right, so I've got this uh, week's uh, intermission, a few minutes with, if you will. Uh, and I kind of wanted to do the Blake Babies, uh, Girl in a Box, but it's kind of too on the nose. So given um, our regular subject matter? Given given what the, the meat of the show is this week. Gotcha. Um, but 
check that song out. It's pretty good. Um, but it, it's pretty real close to what we've been covering anyway. Blake so Babies? Wasn't Julianne Hatfield in there? She was. Hatfield, uh, yeah. Most closely associated with Evan Dando. Uh, we talked about that last show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she keeps popping up. But anyway, um, instead, I'm going to pick a song by a band that's one of those bands that if you only know the one song, it's going to be this one. Charlie Daniels Band. Close. <laughs> oh. uh, it's... Uh, it's the Jeff Daniels band. It's clap your hands, say yeah. Uh, and what's the one song? The oh yeah, the I don't yellow know country title, teeth. It's the skin of my yellow country teeth. Yeah. which I don't even think it has a video because uh, it's they self-released it. But like, if you know one song, this is the one. Okay. Anyway, let's let's get into that. Yeah. Sounds like uh, Shane might not be quite as fan, uh, big a fan of that song. Oh, he loves it. Are you kidding? Well, no. Okay, so here, here's there's a little dichotomy. Like I thought the music in that song was fucking. Dude, I've the, never heard that song before. The bass in that song is just like no, it's super fun. It was jumpy. no, the song itself. I loved the music. I've never heard that song before. Mark and I. I've heard of the band. I've, never I've heard, heard of the band, song. but I've never heard that song before. Um, the name of the the song title is pretty gross, though. But. Um, well, it's about it's about a guy like going to the big city for the first time and <laughs> feeling like a fish out of water. Sure, 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 sure. I get, it. I get it. Unfortunately, I was trying to tune him out because the um, <laughs> while I really, really loved, the, I would love, love so much to just have an instrumental version of that song, because I, if I never have to hear that guy's singing I, I voice again it, for the rest of my, that's great yeah. that you do. I'm yeah. ta- I'm talking about my opinion of it. Uh, you know what I should do? Uh, get him together with like Jello Biafra and have them like do a, a duet. And the dude that sang Detachable Penis. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the music was badass. Was and I was like, man. And for the first like 45 seconds of the song, I was like, fuck yeah, this is. Ugh. Was that MC 900 Foot Jesus? No, no, but that's that n- that's somebody I've not thought of since 1993. I know, right? Dallas yeah. artist. Uh, yeah, that was MC 900 Foot Jesus. Yeah. I, I'm trying yes. to remember what the one hit was. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, it was in like 1994. It's like it was about city. but it was it was around that same era. Anyway, yeah, I'm, yeah, the, oh, sorry, the I took penis, Shane off was. his rant. So yeah. sorry, Shane. Go ahead. I don't have a rant. I, I my 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 eventual point was really liked the music. But I'll never I want to listen to that song again because, unfortunately, that dude sings it. Well, I, I'm I'm sorry that you feel that way, and it's weird that I don't like Mac DeMarco because he he is like kind of a vocal Mac DeMarco, uh, but, but his voice has been left out in the sun or <laughs> <laughs> in the back of a hot car. <laughs> He's on the warp tour. A vocal Mac DeMarco. I just got that. <laughs> 
Anyhow, uh, but musically speaking, like I, I have one adjective yeah. for this. Jaunty. It's jaunty. jaunty. I just thought it was great. It was uh, just a bouncy, for, uh, fun uh, song. Except for the dude that sang it. Like, if I could get, you know, I don't know, anybody else, my dog. Like, seen <laughs> it, I would trust with it. I don't know about Lucy. Like, how, like, it'd just be that that music with the dog going, like, Arr! I do think that, like, for whatever reason, so I, while this song was on, Mark pulled up uh, just a breakdown of, like, the band and history and, like, what's been going on with the act. Two favorite takeaways. Well, one is that one guy left to form, quote, a presidential explore, exploratory committee, which I think is really probably the best parting move ever. And then the other thing is, like, is anybody really surprised that, like, that band went from, like, being this collective, like, indie darling thing that was happening in mostly Brooklyn to a place where it's, like, a few of them, like, kind of left over time. And then eventually, now it seems like it's really just... Alec Ownsworth, which is also the appropriate. De- that's that Ownsworth. Yeah, it's like yeah. a yeah. Like yeah. now it's just that it's guy. My band, motherfucker. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, so I you like see the- that. Like somebody left this band and, and uh, formed something called Radical Dads. Yeah. Which oh my god, that's yeah, like there's, there's a lot of little higher for his son's uh, birthday party. No. There's a lot of little takeaways from here. Right before the the mention of the presidential exploratory committee, I just like the fact that it says in 2011 the band quashed rumors that they were splitting up by self-releasing their third album hysterically and touring. The very next sentence: two members decided to leave in 2012. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing I like is. The Owensworth uh, side project was Flashy Python and the Body Snatchers. And the Snatchers. Body Snatchers. And the other dude had a Guns N' Roses tribute band, yeah. Mr. Brownstone. Yeah. A lot of gems. Anyway, so they've been to busy. Glean. Anyway, I'm with you, Ryan. I like. I totally get... I, I totally I Newsom understand. Jean, like, Newsom Jeans just like glom onto this song. It's a good... Musically, it's a great song. Just there's just one unfortunate element that permeates the almost the entire song. Well, and I what will, I will, I, was it? <laughs> I I will say this: like the one thing, one thing in particular that I really like about that track is it doesn't sound like anything else. Like it sounds like, like literally nothing else. Oh, so, you yeah. know what it sounds like? like? The mid two thousands. Uh, I mean, and well, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, like it was the mid two thousands. I get that, but I'm telling you, that's what it sounds like to me. And that's a good thing. I mean, you know what? Like, if that bass player like has a resume, he just it should just be like a fucking just just him just playing that, that. just him playing that. <laughs> Drop it off. You know what I was wondering the other day? Like, why aren't there more like all harmonica bands? You know, I mean, if you had do a, you know one, no. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> you said more. Well, intimating what, what, that there by are more, some. I mean, okay, fine, fair enough. Uh, anyway, all right, fine. We don't have to go down uh, yeah, that. Yeah, I but feel like we're losing our train of thought. No, we're not. I that is something that is there a real thing one. I was thinking about. Okay, let's go back in. Seems only appropriate to launch back into our canvassing of snail mail with a. A little bit of uh, pitchforks, uh, effusive praise, or really just what they had to say about it. So here we go. It's pretty effusive praise. There's some effusive praise. Anyway, it says, well, actually, this this first sentence will probably set the table. Sincerity is Lindsay Jordan's superpower. 
The moody guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <but> you're, you're <laughs> I was hedging a little bit, and then I read the first sentence. I was like, yeah, that's pretty All right, yeah. Anyway, the moody guitar confessionals, she creates a snail mail contained with Serban Teenage Inui, the angst of feeling like you're the only person who's truly alive in a dull world. But unlike so many other disillusioned 18-year-olds with a fender to microphone, Jordan doesn't whine or wallow. She transcends. I really hate that word in music reviews. Transcends? Transcends. Yeah. Um, she articulates the self-conscious shame of youth with startling clarity, but also knows that these things, too, will pass. Her, this is really what I thought was kind of the interesting sentence of this whole paragraph. Her sorrowful pleas of disappointment, of confusion, of, of unrequited queer love often turn into, tri- um, turn into triumphs upon hitting open air. And they use as an example the, the off the single that we listened to in the first half of the show, the whole I'll never love anything, uh, I'll never love anyone else line. You know, it doesn't really sound like she's moping. It kind of sounds like almost like she's like there's like a fist in the air moment like uh like That's she's interesting exulting. i can totally see that well, it I, is I, a I, 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 I wouldn't have thought of that before but yeah well, it's, it's like a, a fist of a moon to a teen <laughs> <laughs> wait 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 can yeah. we can we, can we please relive that what was it kevin that you said i just hit, my, hit the microphone on my teeth i was like it's hard the it was uh, a fist to the moon of a teenager yeah uh, I mean, we were yeah. probably like maybe a dozen shows in and kevin just came out with that gym. That, that's i have not thought of that in many we, years. We still need to print those shirts. Oh boy! But uh, but anyway, yeah. So in this case, like, but it is like it is a it's a counterintuitive way to deliver that line. And I feel like one of the things that one of the reasons that people think that there are hallmarks on this record that are that are, that run counterintuitive to what somebody this age should be putting out are little moments like that. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's what, you know, sort of what I was alluding to earlier, um, forcefully alluding to. I mean, like, sh- you know, she's she's putting a lot of her efforts into writing, um, you know, like uh, heavy lyrics, you know. Dude, I'll be really interested in seeing what she comes up with next. Sure. Like, I'm not, you know, completely sold on, like, what she is right now. I, I don't think it's bad, but, I, like... I, no, I get what you're saying. Like, it, it totally makes... Wait, all of a sudden, I was, like, the the guy from The Simpsons, like, can I carry her? No, I feel this is, like, it, her embryonic stage. And, uh, hey. But there's a lot of promise here. Mark, you, you had something highlighted. Did you want to read that? Uh, no, I highlighted it from earlier. Uh, you know, we were talking a little bit... Um, just about uh, so- something along the lines of, of like her, like it's almost like she didn't want to become famous right. or something like <laughs> that. And and it's just a quote from her in the Stereo Gum article where she's saying, uh, you know, the Stereo Gum asks her, you know, how was writing this album different from writing Habit, which was her debut that she just basically recorded on her An own. EP, right. Yeah, her EP. And uh, she just said, you know, Habit I wrote with the intention to not ever play it for anyone and to never play a show because I wasn't really playing shows. I was just being a freak in my room writing about my crushes, so I was like, if this gets out, I'm fucked. And then it did, and we started playing shows and shit, and I was like, this is this really isn't where I saw myself. So it, it almost it almost like there is a little bit of a reluctance for her to, to grow into what so she is she's now. She's like the female reincarnation of Kurt Cobain. Well, let me what well, I don't know about bit. that analogy, oh, but if I, you go back up, I was reading some of that article, not to, I'm sorry to but I just right. interrupted you. Um the, like this I just want to read this real quick. Like this is another uh she's talking stereogam is 
talking the whoever the journalist was, the, you know, they booked a show at Hole in the Wall, and then we all got there, and like snail mail was like the hottest thing in at South by Southwest. And like I just I love this sentence. Her response sentence is there were so many motherfuckers in my shit causing emotional problems in my life. I just feel like I was really naive. Like, yeah, yeah, that's great. She was like, I was just so excited. I was like, I love music, and now I feel like an old man, like a jaded old man. Uh, can can you read that? What? I, I, you know, I- in order for me to read this piece of paper you that's been in your pocket, I have to find a light in here. Uh, Which what? Oh, also, comma, very South by Southwest. This, this is like the most South by Southwest sounding act. No, no, uh, no. You. I, I mean, it is, and that's not bad. Like, but I, you were you were correct. Yeah. Like well, you know, and that sort of like points out one thing, like you know, that I think that you are alluding to, or that you are when you talk about, you know, your response to her is that, like, while I genuinely enjoy this album, and a lot of these songs, again, and I said this before, but a lot of these songs aren't particularly memorable, um, you know, and that's partially me enjoying it. I had to understand that, you know, like it's more of a like a like, you know, like I said, like mood music. And a lot of South by Southwest bands are not particular. They might be good and fun to listen to, but they're not like, holy shit. Like, I have to hear this, you know. Right now, she's not reeling off the hooks. Uh, and that is correct. You know, I, I, I see some promise. 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 I, know. <laughs> I, I literally, the, the second that fucking came so out of his mouth. So many old ones today. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the uh, Newsom's are of the hive mind today. I don't know <laughs> what's going on. It's because Mark is back. So, so we have promise. Promise. We have a fucking adult in the room. Producer Mark is back. There's right. an adult here, and so now we're like we can be little kids again. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we should probably spend another. Let's do one, one more. Yeah. Let's. Um. All right. So, uh, going with the edict that the songs on the back end of the album are better. Um. Ah, golly. All right. Well, I guess let's say um, how about how about Golden Dream? Sure. We'll run that one. Golden Dream, a, a what Spin refers to as a beachy loner anthem. I'd call it pop music for the downtrodden. Well, sure. Yeah, I guess. Th- sure. Sounds like a. That Did you say beachy? Beachy. Oh, not Bee Gees. No, not that. Okay. No, that would be. Not the Gibbs. Not the Gibbs. That's a pretty good song, but like everything has like a, a kind of downbeat cat to it. Uh, so? I, I, I'm not saying that's wrong. If that's your choice, 
Knock yourself out. <laughs> Spin also said that Lush, the, this record, reads like the most literary live journal or perhaps a teenage Roy Orbison, depending upon how the light hits it. That's pretty, gr- that's pretty great. <laughs> Dear Diary, here's my album. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Unlike Roy Orbison, I never hit this artist in the back of the head with a plastic football in New Orleans. It's <laughs> fucking you, true. It is true. You hit yeah. Roy Orbison in the back of the head with I a did. plastic football. I did. I did not. And I'm finding out. Have about we this not now. covered that? On I, we, uh, I've no, mentioned I it before. We've talked about I, it, but Shane may have taken that week off. I maybe do so. not remember that. We're finding out a lot about each other tonight. Yeah. You know, it's a warm, cozy embrace that is going on right now. The dulcet tones. Yeah. Yes, so so Kevin beat up Roy Orbison in North. I did not beat up How Roy Orbison. <laughs> I was my, I don't know. You were in your twenties. No, no, I was. Yeah. I was like hoping you were going to say you were like eight. He, he, well, yeah. So this is a stupid story, but yeah, yeah. He was uh, he was up on a balcony doing like a MTV thing. Like, Fuck this dude! I hate fucking <laughs> I dudes that wear sunglasses. No, inside. But they were they were they were throwing things down into the crowd, and some of the things got thrown back up. And I caught a plastic football, and I threw it back up, and it hit Roy Orbison in the back of the head. Did you now, end up? Uh, is alone that why he died in early yes, death? Yes, clearly that's what killed. Did him. you end up alone and alone and crying? <laughs> I, I was crying over over Roy Orbison. That did not happen. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a weird... It's a story that I don't have a segue into very often. I don't, I don't think you really need it. I don't think you really... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All in right. the middle of a job interview, just bring that hey. up. Oh, by the way, <laughs> you know Roy Overson? Okay, that was that was good. I enjoyed that record. I think everybody ultimately enjoyed I, the record. I, I enjoyed it. it. I didn't enjoy it. It was not a bad record, but I think she's... She's getting it's, there. It's She's chapter get, yeah, chapter sure. one I, of I, some, I appreciate of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel. Uh, what's yeah, that? I, I would agree. Chapter with that. one. I, w- I chapter would say one of more to come. This is a this is a um, a pupa, if you will. No need to bring that kind of language. I, I in won't. The show, Mark, but <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I will a pupa. But <laughs> anyway, what the like, fuck is wrong I, with you? I have no idea. I'm Please, can we get to the next part? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who's got Shane? You have the new stuff. Yeah, we're gonna listen right. to some Alex Lee. All right, let's do it. Shane uh, contended that uh, I was gonna absolutely love this song, and you're not, you're not a hundred percent wrong. Uh, that song is not a main course. That is okay. So, like, hey, Mike, if you're listening, uh, I work at a restaurant, and we give uh, kids like frozen confectionery treats for free, and that song is a fucking popsicle, and it's good. It tastes good. 
but like that is not a heart meat of an album. Uh, but it's fun. So you. Why well, was it? I was playing stew. you like a yeah. It's frothy, confectionery, fun to watch, and you like it. Yes, like, yes, absolutely. yeah. Of course, it's not. You're yeah. just you're only doing this to be contentious because I said you were gonna love the song. It's well, it, it, you know, you raised the bar. Like I, I oh Jesus Christ, anyway. man. Which do you want? I do, do you I do want, love the do song. Do you do you want? I I know you do. Do you want a fucking song with a hook? Like, you've been complaining for a goddamn hour about, like, this album has no hooks. You want a song with some fucking hooks? That, ha- that absolutely has hooks. Yes. And it's a sugar rush for the next Who minutes. gives a shit, man? It's one yeah. fucking song. It's not a whole album. It's also good. I, I, I do think it's good. Well, my, my question was, I just had a really hard time figuring out what it was about. So, do we have a sense uh, of... Yeah, I think basically like um, there was a bustle in her hedgerow, so she was saying, don't be alarmed now. Um, and um, I think... Led Zeppelin reference? I think that <laughs> when there's a bustle in your hedgerow, it genuinely applies to a possum. Like, like a yeah. possum got lost in there. That's what I'm going to call my bar. Hedgerow. What? Bustle, bustle in the hedgerow. hedgerow? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yep. Would be located in an alleyway near you. Yeah, it's fun. It's stupid. It's silly, and it's catchy. As no, it, fuck, no, it's a blast. Man. It actually is. I thought it was really just trying to tell you that that shyness is nice, but shyness can stop you. Oh, those are two very oh, shy man. people. That's true. <laughs> like my favorite part about that video is when he puts her on the phone and you the, did that on in purpose. the phone booth, and then he's like, puts his feet up and starts like, it, it, okay, so it's called "I Love You Like a Brother," and it's a brother and sister. And that basically the whole video is how much they like each other, and it was a cute cool. video. <laughs> like I mean, it's a cute video, and yeah. it's a fucking it's a, great. It's, it's a, a fun, fun little trifle frothy trifle. It's a yeah. it's yeah. a summer. It's a of summer course, ditty. dude. Look, it's no fucking, you know, whatever. I could say Smith song or anything. It's just fun. And what's what's the the little tree guy in Guardians of the Galaxy? The Groot tree guy. Yeah, it's that. It's a little better than that, but yeah. But like you know, it gives me the the. You're the, only you're the same o- part of my brain is stimulated by Groot as and is by that and, video. and 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 e- and your what point are you making here? Because nothing. That shit's fun too. Well, yeah. we almost made it through an entire episode with no one being a curmudgeon. So. <laughs> 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 no, 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 fine. I mean, okay, look. Look, an old man sometimes you want to watch Dr. Shivago. Sometimes you want to fucking go watch Smokey and the Bandit. All right? That's a Smokey and the Bandit. Dude, that is a fair assessment. Yeah. And a weird double bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be pretty pretty great, though. I would go. I would be the only human being in America. Actually, there would be like eight other guys that would go like, what? Dr. Shivago and Smokey and the Bandit? Sign me up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, would you let's go see Porky's <laughs> and the Deer Hunter? <laughs> like, Dude, I actually enjoy both of those movies. That's what I'm. I like very Smokey the Bandit and Doctor Shivago. That's what I'm trying to tell you right this now. This is why we have to record these shows more often because you mofo's are going to make this thing three hours long. Uh-uh. Who's got? Who's yeah. got no, next week? No, we're not. Okay. I do. We're not even close to our cutoff point. We're six minutes away. And we okay. are going to integrate Mark back into the show. Like, he left the continent for a little while. Where did Mark go? Barcelona? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so this is going to be a first. I'm going to give you guys... I've got two records. And I'm going to give you your choice. Oh. Of them. Oh. Okay. So... 
Led Zeppelin, Houses of the Holy, or Warrant Cherry Pie? Well, I know Houses of the Holy backwards and forwards. Okay, um, let's do Led Zeppelin. Cherry, cherry Pie, uh, I know the song. Okay, well then there we go. That's what it is. We're doing Warrant Cherry Pie next week, Ryan chose. Man, and I'm sorry. Yeah, and, uh, be sorry. Yeah, you really weren't ever going to get a choice, though. Okay, that's yeah. probably it's true. Warrant, yeah. like our Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. We picked our own doom here. Oh, yeah, oh no! Be. It's just been a couple of years since we've done like a like a Something like a glam metal. Angry, we did terrible. Po- Has I, it really uh, been that long? It just doesn't seem. Like <laughs> no, no, dude, yeah. it feels like yesterday. I know. Oh uh, yeah, I had some good stuff too, but then I heard cherry pie. On yeah, the all right, yeah, so good stuff, and instead you chose yeah, cherry pie. Well, yeah, well, it's been warrant. a while. It's been a while since we've done a uh, '80s glam metal record. So I feel yeah. like that type of album. And we'll, we'll, Dude, we'll, we'll give anything okay, away. But, to but my credit, I have not fucking picked a glam 80s glam metal record. We did Appetite for Destruction, but that's a good record. But what was it they, they put in food before people started getting healthy? Uh, <laughs> corn syrup? Like, I feel like that's like, it's one of these things that like just never really gets out of your system. You like... You try to process it and, and sure. move on. Yeah, dude, I've got and it's scar like there's residue. From from yeah, but you know still what? Like okay, but the, to my credit, it's been fucking years since I picked poison. Okay, all right. So I could be doing this every goddamn week, but I don't. And you would I have loved to, to all it three of you. You'd be talking into a microphone by yourself. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, there's I, that. I too. can do. I can do one more week of this shit. All right. One more week. One more week of this shit. One like, more week. You're just you're gonna do warrant cherry metal. pie and then just drop a bike and like I'm done. No, no, I'm not doing a mic drop. I'm just gonna soldier through. Um, He's saying he can handle. Well, well you know that's kind of you know on, when we did yeah when we did uh well open up and say ah uh and that actually was a fun show to record. Anyway, we yeah, should but, get but, the fuck out of here. All right, like, fine. Yes. Well, you listened to that. You, you you put it off to the last minute and only listened true. to it on the way to the show. That is I have a feeling true. that Warren's going to be a very polarizing album for us. Really? You think so? I'm Do you like it? Anyway, <laughs> I let's, think let's, let's ever find out next it, week. So. <laughs> All right. Until then, I'm Kevin. I'm Ryan. I'm Mark. I'm Shane. This is Somebody Likes It. <laughs>